Hello everyone, you're listening to Skip Intro. I'm Lee Chui Lin and in the studio with me today is Ian McNally and Julian Yap as always. And we're joined by special guest Arvin Yuvaraj who just drops in from time to time to mm-hmm, like, you mm-hmm. know, drop some knowledge, drop some opinions. I appear then I don't. Yes, yes, exactly <laughs> right. Um, and so Arvin is here because today we are doing a big old roundup of uh, different trailers that have dropped. We're also talking about, you know... Just the big stuff. Small things, you know, just little, little bits of news that have come out. Um, I'm kidding, of course, from Comic-Con. Uh, we'll start off with trailers. What did you guys want to go with? Well, it seems like Friday was trailer-geddon for most of the big studios because to get in ahead of Comic-Con, they seem to just drop a ton of trailers on Friday. The first one we had was Tom Cruise returning turning to the role of Maverick in Top Gun Maverick. Due to come out in June 2020, and looks like Tom Cruise is just continuing his like mission to try and kill himself in the most inventive and entertaining way possible. Yeah, um, what do you think of this uh, trailer? Like, did it did you like remind you of the old Top Gun, or do you think they were going for like a, a, a darker feel or something that they didn't have to do? With the this moment movie? I heard the Harold Faltermeyer and Steve Stevens anthem uh-huh. playing, I mean, uh-huh. this means nothing to you, but like that was the song you would home around while you were trying to get your cheap aviators and your awful leather jacket and pretend to be Maverick back in the eighties. Uh-huh. Once you hear that song and you see planes on decks going up on the lift on an aircraft carrier, it's Top Gun. Okay. So there's nothing in this story that gives you any story. Someone online was talking, on Twitter was talking about Ed Harris's conversation to Maverick in movie might as well be like Hollywood talking to Tom Cruise, mm-hmm. saying like, you've been doing this for 30 years, you should be an admiral. Despite your best efforts to kill yourself, you still haven't. <laughs> and Tom Cruise picked people who could stand up to the same, you know, terror that he puts his own body through. And he apparently put them through it. I never realized in the first movie... He actually, part of the deal was he'd get to fly an F-14 Tomcat. That was in his contract, yeah. That was in his contract. He got to do it three times. And that's obviously a civilian. No one gets to do that. And he wanted to do it so badly, he had to do it again in Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I felt like it didn't have enough cheese. Like I think the old the old movie, it has sort of. I know at that time it was supposed to be like serious yeah. and it was one of those big action movies and stuff. But it has come to a point where the old movie is nothing but cheesy, and mm. I think they missed some of that hamminess they, they they could have brought to the trailer. I thought they were well. They do have John Ham in it. <laughs> they do. They do. Yeah, John Ham. But uh, it it missed some of that some of that eighties um, corniness. I Basically, felt. you're waiting for the volleyball scene. Yeah. But there's no Meg Ryan and there's no Kelly McGillis, so that's a big there's disappointment, no. obviously. I like the director, though. He's the, he's the same guy who did um, Oblivion. And Oblivion's one of those movies that I think I'm one of the few people who likes that movie. Yeah. I like, like that uh, movie. Uh, no, I'll stand with you. I like that movie. Joseph, I, 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 Joseph, I love Krasinski, that movie. Yeah. Joseph Kosinski. Yeah. Kosinski, yeah, Kosinski. He, he also um, did Tron Legacy, which is like uh, revisiting an old movie and not... Yeah, yeah, it looked yeah. great, but it didn't yeah. really... Do the business. Trans, yeah, uh, Tron Legacy, so that's another one. So I, I like his movies. I think he can do well. And he had a lot of like drone shots in Oblivion and stuff. So yeah. I think, uh, you know, using the same techniques, this this might be fun. This might be fun. And yeah. also Val Kilmer will be in it, so that's good as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Top Gun aside, um, what else did you want to do? I, I, I think there were quite a bit. Yeah, so jumping on to a nightmarish vision of uh, the future as brought to us by Tom Hooper uh, was the trailer for the musical Cats.
Yeah. That thing. I love Cats. I love the musical Cats. I've seen it. I love the soundtrack. Oh. I used to listen to it all the time when I was a kid. Um, this trailer is the worst thing my eyes have ever seen, <laughs> but simultaneously the best. Because how can you look at James Corden in that cat suit mm. and not think that the world has ended? It's not a cat suit, though, isn't it? It's like no. millions of artists work thousands of hours slaving it's, over their computers to make him look this horrifying. It's, it's digital like, uh, for technology. Will Smith and the genie. It's the yeah. same thing. Same. Oh, thing. I think it's yeah. far worse than that. Far worse than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, but, I was all the way out when it started, and then James Corden turned up and said, "Here we go," and I was oh, like, no, "Nope, nope." No, thank you. No. For me, it was when Jason Derulo showed up. He just sticks his head through a door. He was in it? it? Yes. Yeah. Jason Derulo's oh. in it. He's playing Rum Tum Tugger, the sexy cat. Oh, sure. <laughs> They're yeah, sure all he sexy is. cats sure in this. Is. That's well, the crazy thing. That's true. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't make any sense as a movie. I mean, so far, it makes no sense whatsoever. Like, I don't get how this needed to be made aside from... Because the, the way the set is lit, the way it's all done, I'm like, this is just, this is just cats, but like distorted through a nightmare lens of weird casting and like um extra seamless makeup mm-hmm. and i'm just like this is horrifying <laughs> like like i the, the whole point of cats is knowing that they're people yeah. like yeah. i don't know what this is attempting to be in the Judy Dench. And it's just like, it's a lot. <laughs> There's a lot going on in that trailer. Have you guys seen, um, um, do you guys watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Mm, I've no. keep meaning to, but no. Yeah, there, is a, there are a couple of episodes on that show where they do this uh, stage show called uh, The Nightman Cometh. Oh. And it's, it's basically like Cats, but parodied and you know uh, made fun of and stuff. And I thought, uh, Cats was going to be a movie like that where they wore suits and you'd know there were people wearing suits and it would be like super cheap, but it also have that effect of, it would sort of transcend effects and computer graphics and CGI and stuff where you'd know these are people just wearing like skin suits mm. but because the story was so heavy and the songs were so good you wouldn't mind mm. I didn't know they were going to do this with cats uh, <laughs> but it's interesting I'd still watch it mm. uh, but yeah it, 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 I, I have no idea why they would put so much money into making the, that, that CGI happen I am happy they did it though because if only for one day the internet was just people talking and laughing about something as opposed to the kind of normal schedule of just horrifying <laughs> news from around the world so yeah. we can be thankful for that much and with that, I think we should move on to Comic-Con proper. So the, the show ran over the weekend in San Diego. It's been up and down in the last couple of years with like a lot of studios thinking of staying away because big movies that kind of tried to make a splash there like Scott Pilgrim and Tron Legacy didn't do so well. So big studios have been staying away. Marvel stayed away the last few years because they were leading up to Infinity War. So starting with a bit of TV, uh, the trailer for the third season of Westworld, which seems like it's been taking absolutely forever to come out. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done shows on Westworld before. I think I stayed with the second series. I think it's a great show. It did seem to wander a lot in what it wanted to do. And this trailer for the th- third season has a lot of elements that look good. You know, Dolores is out in the real world. So is um, Jeffrey Wright's character. But also, there's a lot of Neil Blomkamp-style mechs walking around. There seems to be another park as well. There's a cut from Jeffrey Wright saying, we need to find someone who can stop Dolores. It's like she re- resurrected him at the end of the season to kind of mm-hmm. be her balance in the hosts versus humans battle that's going to come. Yep, yep, yep. And it cuts to uh, Maeve, uh, who's played by Thandie Newton. Mm-hmm. But she's now in World War II world. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And the trailer kicks in with Vera Lynn's We'll Meet Again, which just really works really well. Also, Aaron Paul's in it. I don't know. That's, that's kind of like the side yeah. thing. He seems to be like these these super smart AI robots like to have humans along as pets mm-hmm, to help mm-hmm. them out with stuff. So I do think it's setting the stage for something interesting. And also, it looks gorgeous. Uh, did Westworld release like the season two uh, trailer at Comic-Con as well? Or is this like the first time they are at Comic-Con? Because I don't remember the last time HBO was at Comic-Con. I think the release, the show came out like at the wrong kind of period for yeah. that. 
I mean, yeah. they have been shuffling around a lot. I mean, it's already been almost a year, I think, since the last season, right? Yeah. 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 A year and a half. A year and a half. A year and a half. I can see what HBO is doing, though. I mean, they're going to Comic-Con because they need to get those fans back. Uh, Game of Thrones is done, so they need something to fill that void. Yeah. They uh, were there, though. They, they were there, yeah. yeah but they Benny sort of and Moise bailed, though. Yes. They, were, yeah, they, they were supposed to do a panel, and they said, yeah. actually, maybe that's not a good idea. Smart move. Yeah. Yeah. But I can see HBO has, like, a big presence at Comic-Con. They need to get, like, people, you know, going after the other shows. They had, what else? They had, like, Watchmen as well, uh, His Dark Material as well they yes. were there so big presence um i didn't feel anything for this this trailer like for for westworld it was mm. okay mm. um but then again i i guess they're used to doing that where they give you bits and pieces in their in their trailers and then most of it happens like on screen when the, when the season yeah and reviews. it's always a puzzle box show so it'll be a new yeah, puzzle yeah. this year to solve yeah We've been talking, of course, about the trailers that have been out. Uh, we're talking of, uh, well, we're talking about Comic Con, basically. Um, what was the news that you found most exciting? Did you, were you following along? Were you just like really psyched about anything? Let us know. You can WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at skipintromy, and write us at movies at bfm.my. Bring forth Moolah, BFM 89.9. Hello, you're listening to Skip Intro with Lynn, Ian, Julian, and today Arvin. Um, and we've been running through trailers earlier. We went through um, a mixture of things that have been made, um, are being followed up on, should perhaps never have been made. Um, and now we're moving on to others. What have you got? Well, this, I think, as we get to the nerd hard section of Comic-Con news mm-hmm. um, with the announcement trailer for Star Trek Picard. Have you ever been a stranger to yourself? Many, many times. Nearly two decades ago, Commander Data sacrificed his life for me. These past few years, I really tried to belong here. But it never truly felt like home. So I think you were out when we did our Discovery pod, uh, show with Kelvin, right, Lynn? Yeah. Yeah. But So we had caught up and you, you got yeah. really into it, right, yeah. Julian? It was like my first time watching it. I binged the whole thing because I loved it so much. And did this t- trailer interest you at all? This trailer. So I have friends who love The Next Generation and will fight for Patrick Stewart's Picard. Yeah, my so, hand is up at the moment. Yeah. So watching this, I... I got the Discovery vibes, but I also got real hard Firefly vibes. Mm. And that really drew me in. Um, I have no, affin- I don't have any sort of attachment emotionally to these characters, so it's all new to me. But mm. if I'm supposed to go into this completely blind, I would I would do it. It, it feels that it's, it's kind of returning to a world that I don't know anything about, and I'm really excited to go into it. I have no idea what this trailer is, so I've, <laughs> I've not, I, I'm not. I'm not techie, so I don't. Uh, I've. I don't know the significance of of Picard or what he's doing. It mm. just looked like Patrick Stewart walking through like a farm or something. Yeah. But yeah. but other than that, it has. Uh, yeah, That's the it, Picard it did Vineyard. Don't you know the Picard yeah, no, Vineyard? No, no. I, I have no idea what's going on. I'm one of those people. I'm like from the outside looking in. Uh, looks cool, but you yeah, know, yeah, n- not a trekkie. It doesn't feel trekkie. That's yeah, it doesn't yeah. feel like yeah. it, yeah, which oh, is interesting. Yeah. But then again, I, I know the music is supposed to do something. I know that oh. him looking at the farm is supposed to do something. It's supposed to, you know, invoke like emotions and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, I did nothing. Yeah, they didn't, I didn't, the no. same. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, for me, it, it is weird how it's Firefly-esque and very modern looking, mm-hmm. whereas the next generation looked like it was set in a hotel lobby. The Starship was, yeah, like, uh, it was the yeah. 80s or the late 80s, early 90s. It was very much a more cerebral captain. The reason why Picard kind of sticks out is he was the first captain after Kirk. And had to set a different template. And he was more thoughtful. 
didn't really get into fist fights, although they still did that stupid Star Trek fight where they put their hands together and try to hit people, mm-hmm. which is massively ineffective. I don't know why. It's just a trope they run through the series. If you see the actress Jerry Ryan at the end of this, she's the one wearing kind of some metal on her face. Um, she's from Voyager, which is, for me, the nadir of the series. I think it's awful. So she's given Picard lip, which is just nice. I've also heard that... He, the, there's an episode with these kind of robot assimilators called the Borg where they found a guy and he left the collective, became individual and reinfected the collective mm. with individuality. And it was one of their, I think, season five series, uh, episodes, which is one of the best kind of runs of the old series. Bringing him back seems to be a nice way to bridge. He's actually in the show. I don't think he's in the trailer, but they seem to be trying to bridge that gap between the old and the new. Yeah, Excellent. Um, and so we've kind of, like you said, been dallying around some serious nerd territory. And Mm. I think perhaps it's time to just go to the heartland. It's time to go home, you know, head to the mothership. What have we got? All hail our Disney overlords. It's time for Marvel. So here we go. (laughs) Here we go. So one interesting thing is Kevin Feige returned to uh, San Diego Comic-Con Hall H, which is the big, huge hall. Mm. I think 6,000 more, 12,000 The Nerd Temple, yeah. Nerd Temple, Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've been in there. It is a very much a nerd temple. It stinks and it has really, really bad food available. But you can't leave because then you can't get back in again. Mm. It's like a devil's bargain. I get to see the Avengers on stage for the first time, but I got to sit there for 12 hours eating nothing but garbage. Was it worth it? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> so with this, uh, people, you know, they got what they were waiting for. Kevin Feige listed off all the TV shows and movies. There was no distinction between the two. It's no longer a Netflix deal. It's the uh, Disney Plus deal where everyone mm-hmm. can move freely back and forth between shows. So coming up, we have The Eternals in November 2020. We have The Falcon and Winter Soldier, which will be on Disney Plus. Then we have Shang-Chi, The Legend of the Ten Rings, which comes out in February 2021. And I think that's a very important one to talk about because it has... Tony Lung is in this. I know. I'm so excited to see Tony Lung in Marvel. And it's also wow. got the, the first Asian yeah, lead. Yeah, yeah. Who apparently only found out on Tuesday that he was in this. Uh, do you watch Kim's Convenience? Have you, have you followed Kim's no, Convenience? No, I haven't got into it yet. Yeah, so, so I, I love Kim's Convenience. So when I saw that it was him, yeah, I was Similu, like, wow, sorry. your career is like skyrocketed. But yeah, I, 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 love, I love Kim's Convenience. He's really good in it. And I can see why they picked him. I can see he's charismatic. He's funny. Uh, he he's obviously, got a vibe. He's yeah. got a vibe. He's got yeah. a vibe. Yeah. Is he, he ripped? He is. It, oh, okay. Even in Kim's, he, he, you know, you, it's obvious that he works out. So yeah. I can see why they went with him. Because the thing with Shang-Chi is he doesn't have any supernatural powers. He's just really, really good at martial arts. Awesome. Yeah, I have yeah. no familiarity of the character i got that off wikipedia hmm. just in case that wasn't doesn't get you excited enough aquafina's in this as well she's in it yeah that's it like that's all that i was on the IMDb page is just those three names and it's like yeah that's hype also reckoning the the mandarin with the with the whole uh, uh trevor thing so it's not the fake mandarin anymore there's going to be like an From actual Man mandarin three, three. Trevor yeah, Slattery. Yeah, yeah travis Slattery. yeah ben kingsley so there's <laughs> an actual fan. mandarin in this yeah. movie yeah, yeah which is pretty cool which yeah which works um there's so much. I mean, even just the the, the Eternals is something I've, I think I've mentioned before on the show when we talked about this. I'm only familiar with Neil Gaiman's kind of reboot kind of thing where like someone finds out they're Eternal and they kind of reassemble the heroes or something. Mm-hmm. They're a very Kirby-esque style storyline of ancient gods living on Earth defending us from a group called the Deviants. We will get to see Celestials in this, I presume, which are the giant god guys who wear funky armor things. This concept art that came out this morning, I oh. think, we're with uh, Celestial. So there, there will be Celestials in the, in the Eternals, oh. yeah. But the cast on this, we've known Angelina Jolie was in it. I didn't mm. know Richard Madden was going to be in it. Salma Hayek's in it, playing the group's leader. Uh, Don Lee is Gilgamesh, Liam McHugh, I don't know. Kumail Nanjani is in it. Nice. And uh, they also have a deaf actress, uh, 
sorry, Mia Ridloff, I think her name is, who's playing a deaf character, which is nice to see they're doing it that way as opposed to having somebody else. Like a quiet place and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Good. So that's November. I've no idea what they're going to do with that at all. It's a prequel, right? So it supposedly takes place 5,000 years in the past. They're supposed to be like the first powered humans or something. Uh, I don't know. But but (laughs) supposedly, Hmm. it takes place in the past. Um, I like the the mystery. I like the mystery. I like like kind of not knowing things at this point in time for for these sorts of announcements. Because I think we've gotten locked into this whole thing of like... um, I don't know, of like fan expectation yeah. and of, you know, kind of hype and building things up. And I quite like that we're building things up again, kind of out of nothing. Because mm-hmm. for a long time, we were building things up out of movies that had come before, out of just all this stuff. And it feels fresh slaty and I'm yeah. kind of into yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think kind of on that kind of tone, jumping ahead, they talked about Thor, Love and Thunder. And if you Ooh. haven't seen the logo for this, it's like an awesome 70s metal cover. Mm. It's just... I think it kind of looks like the Lord of the Rings, the Ralph Bakshi Lord of the Rings logo. It and looks like the logo for Brutal Legend. Uh, yes. The, the thing on the PS2 or the PS3, I can't remember. Yeah, Jack Black's Br- uh, Brutal Legend. Yeah. yeah, so it's just, it's metal as all hell. Yeah. Uh, Taika Waititi's back, obviously, so is Chris Hemsworth, so is Tessa Thompson, who mm-hmm. apparently, as king of Asgard, she will be looking for her queen, is what she said. Mm-hmm. But also, they have Natalie Portman back, and when she came on stage, they gave her the hammer. So this is uh, when she showed up in Endgame. I, I had the conversation with a few friends and I was like, why would she show up? Like, have they offered her something? Are they bringing her back? Does he have like a fat contract? Because why would she come back to the MCU? Because she was, she was very famously said that she didn't want to have anything to do with yeah. the MCU because of, of the Patty Jenkins thing. Yeah. And she, uh, she didn't want to come back. So they must have offered her something juicy for her to come back into the fold. And now it makes sense. Now yeah. I know why she came back to do those scenes. Because they're basing it off Jason Aaron's comic run, which... I've read, and it basically a female, similar to the movies, Thor becomes unworthy. A female Thor turns up, and no one knows who she is. Mm. I think they're kind of spoiling their own reveal in the movie in this yep, way, yep, but yep, yep. I think it's pretty much going to be uh, going to be Jane. But there's a twist to it, like using the hammer has a toll on a human, and there's also a reason why she's using the hammer that I hope they bring in because it's a very interesting storyline, and it's a, like it is a storyline with a beginning, a middle, and an end, which is rare in comics where they just crank things out all the time. Mm-hmm. See, I don't know anything about the comics, but Taika Waititi tweeted out a picture of the logo and a picture of Natalie Portman holding the hammer. The hammer. And that photo of Thor. And I was like, yeah, I'm yeah. hooked. Yeah. I hate that Marvel has me hooked, but I'm hooked. Well, you know, you can balance that out because you've got a whole TV show coming with Loki, right? <sighs> <laughs> Your favorite Tom Hiddleston. No, not even just that. The logo for this is graphic design is my passion. <laughs> yeah. It's such <laughs> an awful logo. It's and just a, four random fonts kind of put together. Yeah. And apparently it's... Loki from Endgame, which is Loki from Avengers, who hasn't reformed, Mm -hmm. who hasn't become a good guy, and they're going to watch him travel through time and space. If this had come out five years ago, that would have made sense, but I don't really get it right now. Mm. So to finish with an and finally, which is exactly what they did on the show, Kevin Feige talked about Guardians of the Galaxy 3, uh, Captain Marvel 2, Black Panther 2. They're all coming later. Phase 5, right? Phase 5. They'll come later. There's Mm. three dates they haven't accounted for yet, so Uh they could fit in there. They also said the Fantastic Four and Mutants are coming. Mm -hmm. And then just, you know... Drop the mic, they had Mahershala come out and they said, just put up a logo for Blade. 
Yeah. So he's Blade now. <laughs> he's Blade now. Yeah. Can we talk about how people who have won Oscars and like Academy Award winners and stuff have to like immediately after they've got the award, they call Kevin Feige and go, hey, look, I have this in my hand. Uh, could you give me a job like at Marvel? Like, can I be Blade? And that's how it works now for superhero mm-hmm. movies. But if you have like the power of Thor's hammer, what are you going to do? You're going to call Marvel and say, put me in a movie, yeah, right? Sure. The sure. movie version of that when you've got your Oscar, it's like we've seen it with loads of actors who've done like really hard kind of adult films is like I want to do something my kids can see sure yeah. and if they want to see me killing vampires and hopefully Wesley Snipes is there in some regard all the better I hope it's I hope it's as violent as the first couple of movies like it's not like a PG-13 thing I hope this is like Marvel's first rated R movie mm. but I doubt it will be but you know uh, also Doctor Strange uh, Multiverse of Madness which is I think the best name that Marvel's ever had <laughs> uh, in any movie and also confirmation of an actual multiverse so I think I'm most excited for that Multiverse of Madness well, that's what I was going to ask. You know, just very quickly, what are you guys most excited about? So we have one answer, Multiverse of Madness. Multiverse of Madness, for sure. Uh, Rachel Weisz is going to be in Black Widow, and so, it's, so is Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. I was so really excited. that's going to be mine, even though I do not want a Black Widow movie. Yeah. But mm-hmm. that's enough. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the t-shirts for Thor, Love and Thunder. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Is anyone excited for Hawkeye? <laughs> the, the fact that they're using the Matt Fraction, the logo from the Matt Fraction David Aha series, yeah. which was... It was the good version of graphic design is my passion if you haven't seen it. I've yeah, seen a lot of people complaining it, yeah. about the logo because it's about 10, it's almost like seven years old now. But a show where Hawkeye is just a guy who happens to get in scrapes but is really good with arrows could be interesting. Uh, I, I guess. Tell us what you're most excited about um, off, out of you know, just the deluge of news that has come out of Comic-Con. Um, you can WhatsApp us 018-789-8899. You can tweet us, skip intro MY, and write us at movies at bfm.my. 